things are actually a little bit more tricky this year. Now there's gold and silver signals, right, Eric? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the process of trying to figure that out, and I've had many, many a sleepless night. <laughs> what are your top three tips for what lies ahead for us? For interviews, for ranking, for the anxiety in between, and what to do after? Oh, man. When you're deciding how to rank these programs, be very methodical in what factors you're prioritizing. Match day is over. You just chugged all of the champagne and you're on cloud nine. What do you do next? And the answer, Eric, is... Find out on this episode of Sound of IR, a podcast created entirely by trainees to inspire the next generation of interventional radiologists. You can find our episodes on Apple, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. We're excited to share this episode, especially for all the students gearing up for the IR residency match. I'm your host, Anna Hu, third year med student at the George Washington University School of Medicine and Health Sciences. And I'm your co-host, Eric Cyphers, a fourth year student at PCOM in Philadelphia. We'd like to introduce this episode's special guest, Dr. Subash Goody, a PGY1 integrated IR resident at Rush University Medical Center and our esteemed Sound of IR co-host. Subash, thank you for joining us. This episode will be a real treat for our listeners. Thank you for the warm introduction, guys. It's great to be back on Sound of IR, and kudos to both Eric and Anna. They've done an amazing job leading our podcast this year. As you mentioned, you recently started your surgical internship at a categorical program. We'll get more into the difference between categorical and preliminary positions in surgical versus transitional years. Uh, Before we get into that, how is the transition to internship going for you? Yeah, internship is going really well, and um, I'm working hard, but also having a blast. Moving to Chicago has been so fun. Co-interns are amazing, and really, it's it's just a privilege to be a part of the Rush VIR family. But like you said, Anna, Rush is a categorical program, which means that it comes with a surgical internship. And, you know, I remember hearing program directors like Dr. Vatican Cherry, they would always say, you have to do a surgical internship. And to be honest, I didn't really appreciate its value until I started this year. You learn so many valuable skills. You learn how to manage complex patients. You develop confidence and you become self-sufficient very quickly. We always talk about this phrase, clinical IR. The IR training will come. But the clinical portion is actually something that you can start to build right now. Is this patient sick or not sick? Is this post-operative pain appropriate? What meds should you order? Should you manage this alone or should you call for help? And you know, you also start to learn the language of your surgical colleagues. So I think all of these are invaluable skills for the clinical interventionalists and really for any doctor. Very inspirational advice that even some, you know, preclinical students can start focusing on to kickstart their futures within IR. So right now, I'm on the application trail, and I'm doing my sub-eyes at a few of the places you rotated at last year, and I heard from a few resident and attending sources that you absolutely crushed it. Can you walk us through the process of preparing for sub-eyes, and how can you best showcase yourself when you're out there? Those are kind words, Eric. I don't know if I would go that far. But I did give my best effort, and I felt really good about my preparation. This is a topic we could really dedicate a whole episode to, 
And in fact, we have a previous episode on Sound of IR that's called Surviving Fourth Year as an IRDR Applicant, and it touches on away rotations in Vislo. Um, additionally, there are some match panel recordings floating around YouTube on this topic, and one was recently by The Rad Room, and there's also some by SIR RFS. But to keep it brief, I would just say this. Um, number one, read at home. Pick up books like Pocketbook of Clinical IR or the IR Playbook by Nikki Keefe. Start building your fund of knowledge and learn your vascular anatomy. Also, I would say learn the tools of the trade, all of your wires, catheters, sheaths, etc. There's a brand new back table episode by Dr. Kumar Matisseri and Shelley Beneau from Rush all about these tools. So I would recommend checking out that episode. And when you're on your sub-I as a student, participate not only in the IR suite, but also help out with clinic, help out with floor tasks, round on the patients and know the patients well. And finally, I would just say, don't forget that a huge part of the equation is your personality. Does your personality fit well with the program? Are you connecting well with residents and attendings? And are you a team player? So try your best to really just fit seamlessly into the workflow. Like you mentioned, Savash, Savash can give you a good glimpse of what a program is like and help you navigate um, what things to expect uh, as you're looking towards a career in IR. With ERAS submissions around the corner um, and a lot of fourth years gearing up for that, can you walk us through how you navigated the various components and how you show yourself in the best light? It's hard to give advice in broad strokes because every applicant has their own unique situation. But briefly, I would say don't be afraid to aim high. Having a weak spot doesn't cancel out all of your strong qualities. For the letters of rec, really there's no official rule on what kind of letters you need to have. Every PD is going to have something different to say if you ask them. Some will say they want a surgery letter. Some will say they want a DR letter. From my experience, I just used all IR letters and things worked out just fine but be sure that the letters are strong and can speak to why you are a good applicant. For signals, things are actually a little bit more tricky this year. Um, now there's gold and silver signals, right, Eric? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the process of trying to figure that out, and I've had many, many a sleepless night. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I think it really is a tricky situation, and I don't think there's a clear consensus on what exactly all of them mean right now. But personally, I would think that sending a silver signal, it, it may not be the best look unless you're also sending that same program a gold signal to their IR program. So for example, you send the gold to their IR, silver to their DR. Um, but that is just my speculation. So I, I would just say, think very carefully about what your top six programs are and use those gold signals wisely. And lastly, I would just say that the experience section is really important. This is where you get to describe what makes you unique. And what you write in this section is oftentimes what you're going to get asked about during interviews. Speaking of IR and DR applications and really showing ourselves in the best light, how can we position ourselves most strategically when dual applying to IR and DR while being true to, you know, where our passion lies in IR. Remember that most of these interviews are going to be combined IR and DR interviews. 
And even if that's not the case, I think it's safe to assume that the IRPD and the DRPD are probably in communication. So you don't need to um, try to appeal more heavily to the DRPD if your preference is the IR program. Um, Just consider them like a package deal and let them know that you're ranking both their IR and DR program highly. And if it ends up being one of your top choices, make sure to communicate that to both of the program directors. If ERAS wasn't bad enough already, interviews are right around the corner after those submissions. How is the interview experience for you and do you have any advice as to how to navigate those? Most of the interviewers at IR programs are extremely personable. There was not a single interview that I can remember that felt intimidating. Instead, they were really just great conversations with people that you really look up to. Um, A lot of the interviewers are names that you've probably heard of, either through med Twitter or conferences or big names in the field. And this is the time that you finally get a one-on-one conversation with them and tell them your story and what your career aspirations are. And it's a time that you and the program can feel each other out and see if it's mutually a good fit. But my personal advice when you go to these interviews, take notes on the program, stay organized so that when you look back months later for your rank list, you you still have all the details. Ask about what kind of procedures they're doing. Is it mostly complex interventions or more bread and butter? Um, Can this program train you with all the skills that you want for your future job? Um, Everybody does TACE and Y90IO. Which programs are doing PAD and UFIs, MSK pain, etc.? So don't be afraid to ask those questions. And furthermore, I really encourage students to understand how clinical the program really is. Lots of programs will say they practice clinical IR, but what does that really mean? Are trainees spending any time in the outpatient clinic? Are they following patients longitudinally? And in the hospital, does IR have its own admitting service where IR is the primary team managing the patient? I think those are the real metrics for how strong an IR program is and how much influence it has within its hospital and the community. It's been really awesome getting to know you, you know, before fourth year and kind of getting a sense of the the type of physician you want to be in the future. And then watching you have so much fun during sub-eyes and interview season. And now you've matched at your top program. So do you have any tips for avoiding the Zoom fatigue and bringing your best self to each interview? I would just say make sure you have caffeine within an arm's reach. For me, It was Bang Energy. (laughs) And no, this episode is not sponsored by Bang. I'm just kidding. But the the interview days are a few hours. So have a snack or coffee nearby. You'll get some breaks. Um, Make sure you're well rested. And just remember that preparing is always a good thing, obviously. But don't get too lost in the weeds. Don't worry about trying to memorize every detail about your interviewers. I think at the end of the day, the interviewers care much more about how you come across your personality, your story, and your experiences. And, you know, part of that includes presenting yourself, um, presenting yourself well in a calm, cool, and humble way. So in short, 
Just be yourself, enjoy the ride, soak in the interview day, and try to picture if you could really see yourself at that program for six years. Very sage advice for all of us who, you know, aspire to become interventional radiologists. Now, to put you on the spot here, ERAS is due soon, and hopefully the interviews are going to start coming in for us fourth years. What are your top three tips for what lies ahead for us? For interviews, for ranking, for the anxiety in between, and what to do after? Oh, man. Isn't that what this whole interview was about? <laughs> How many more pearls can I drop, Eric? <laughs> like, can we talk about, like, the jitters and the anxiety and then making your rank list and then, like, relaxing oh, afterwards? Yeah. Okay, let me just think for a second. I mean, I know you weren't anxious, but for the rest of us, <laughs> we're going <laughs> to... So, my tips for jitters and anxiety. Have an interview day playlist where it's just your favorite music that hypes you up or gets you in the zone or calms you down, whatever you think puts you in the right mindset. For me, I liked listening to the Interstellar movie soundtrack by Hans Zimmer that gets me in the zone every single time. And what was your next question, Eric? Um, Just like a, these are like the top like three tips. So that was for the jitters. And then for like putting together rank lists. Putting together a rank list. Well, you know what? Actually, there's there's a couple of ways to do this. You can update your rank list as you go. And I think that's probably the best way to do it because all the info will be fresh. That feeling or that gestalt when you walk away from the interview day, it'll be very present. And I think you should listen to it. What was the vibe that you got from the program? Did you enjoy speaking with the faculty and the residents? And you might as well just start making a list as you go. The other way to do it is to, I guess, just take notes on all the programs during your interview days. And then at the end, you can try to sort them. But I'm just telling you from experience, you're going to interview at lots of programs between all of the places you applied. You're applying IR, DR, um, prelims etc. So it's a lot to balance and you're just splitting hairs at the end of the day. So update your rankings sooner rather than later. And w- and when you're deciding w- how to rank these programs, be very methodical in what factors you're prioritizing. Because there's so many different factors that you can consider. The location, the types of cases, the culture, the extra perks like salary or meal money or you know what have you so identify what factors are most important to you for me it was strength of the ir program and making sure that they do every type of procedure that i want to do after training that was number one number two was a clinical model of ir and number three was the being in a great location and having um, a great culture with people that I really want to train with because you're going to be there for six years. You don't want to be miserable. And the lifestyle aspect of it actually does matter. And then there's a third thing, like as a, the third pearl, you probably have some perspective now about how that time after match is like such a special time that you're never going to have again in your life. 
when it's match day and everything's okay, how can you spend the next few months? Like, how do you make the most of the time before intern year starts, if you know what I mean? Match day is over. You just chugged all of the champagne and you're on cloud nine. What do you do next? And the answer, Eric, is nothing fancy. Rest, go on vacation, enjoy your life because once residency starts, you're about to buckle down and start the real training. Eric, I know you're going to start preparing, but don't start. <laughs> Just enjoy your life. Was there anything in third or fourth year that you felt like was helpful to your intern year? Coming from the perspective of doing surgical internship, um, you hear Dr. Vatican Cherry always say, make sure you do a surgical sub-eye at your home institution, like vascular surgery, and make sure you do a SICU rotation. And it's not a hard requirement. You're not going to lose any interviews by avoiding that advice. But I will say that those are extremely valuable. And I wish I had done more of it entering surgery internship. But at the end of the day, you're going to catch yourself up to speed by necessity. So don't sweat it if you can't make it work. Thank you both for giving your time to this. I really enjoyed it and it was like great advice for me and I know other people that it'll be great too. If you haven't already, make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast. Also, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at The Sound of IR. This episode is hosted by Eric Cyphers and Anna Hu, guest speaker, Subash Goody. Our audio and production team is led by myself, Steve Lazar. Season directed by Subash Goody. Additional support by our team members, Deepak Iyer, Sonny Murthy, Zayana Sims, and Tulasi Taluri. Thanks again for listening.